Well, hello there. It's been a little bit of time since we've last spoken on The Holistic Voice, and not for lack of trying, Jordan and I have been quite busy, not only in our own lives, but preparing for the Classical Singer Convention that we will be hosting a booth at in Chicago, May 23rd through the 26th. A lot of guests will be flying in to sing, to compete, to meet other singers, and that's the big reason we are there. We're going to be talking to other vocalists just like you, seeing what their interests are, why they are doing what they want to do. Before we dive into this week's episode, I just wanted to remind everyone listening, whether you're in the car warming up for an audition, recording a demo for your voiceover work, or just practicing at home, Jordan and I created the Holistic Voice podcast with you in mind. We hoped that every episode that we create is an attempt to answer some of the interests, concerns, and curiosities that you have along your own vocal journey. All of the guests that we bring on are now your network. Any questions that you have, you can always reach out to us at the Holistic Voice at gmail.com, or any of our other social media links. Remember, we're trying to build this vocal community and provide a viable resource that you can use to help you along the way. When I was younger, I was about eight years old. My mom, dad, and I went on a cruise line vacation. It was the first time I had ever experienced something like that, so thank you, mom and dad. It was a really cool experience for me. It felt like a hotel, but every time you walked outside of the ship, You were in a new place, new culture, new experiences, new sights. One of the memories that I had while on the ship was there was a singer duo and band, and it really spoke to the inner old man in me. Uh, I love Frank Sinatra, Dean Martin, Louis Prima, and they were just hitting every single point. I mean, they were doing Keely Smith and Louis Prima numbers. They were doing... Sinatra and Fitzgerald numbers. I mean, it was really, really cool. And I said, what is this life like? How could I do something like this? And I've always had that interest. And so I'm really excited that Jordan and I got to talk to Corey Schneeman, who is a singer at Carnival Cruise Line. And we asked her a bunch of different questions about what it's like to sing on Carnival to sing on a cruise liner? Um, How many days a week do you do it? What got you to sing here in the first place? What does a contract look like? Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And it was a really eye-opening experience into the life of a cruise line singer. So sit down, relax, get comfortable, and dive in with us as we talk with Corey Schneeman from Carnival Cruise Lines. Hello and welcome to The Holistic Voice. This is Jordan Reynolds with Austin Vitaliano and we're here with Corey Schneeman today. Hi guys. Yeah, welcome to the show. Thank you. So we're excited to talk to you about your experience in the music industry, especially in singing for cruise lines, which it yes. sounds like you've done quite a bit of in the last several years. Yeah, I've been doing it for almost five years now. Five years. Yeah, I think you started that just like a year or two after we met. Yeah, it would have been probably about a year because I was in Utah for a year and then came straight here. Okay. Has it been the same cruise line? Same cruise line. Um, Every contract is a different ship, though. Oh, okay. 
Yeah. I know that you and Jordan know each other well, but Corey, could you tell me a little bit of your background and how you ended up getting to be performing on a cruise line professionally? Yeah, sure. So I'm from San Diego originally. I've been singing my whole life. I'm the oldest of seven. All of my siblings sing. Our parents actually met in choir. So, you know, we've been Uh around music forever. Yeah. Um, And then honestly, I was, you know, I wasn't doing music. I was working at a bunch of random jobs, but I was doing music on the side always. And I ended up going on a cruise and met, befriended the band on board because I didn't even know this was really a job. I had no idea that, you know, you could be paid to cruise around for six months straight and sing every night. And so, yeah, so they kind of explained to me, they told me where to apply. And I honestly got off that cruise, applied the day I got home and then was flying to Florida four weeks later. It was really, really fast. Wow. Yeah. So that was just through a personal contact or was there like an audition thing on their website you could sign up for? What was that like? Yeah. So it's it's when I applied, I did everything online. In fact, I didn't even like speak to an actual human until I was in Florida. Um, everything was like over email. Uh, but basically, I, I just kind of created a video of me singing a bunch of songs that I assumed people would enjoy on cruise ships, uh, sent that in. And then from there, there's kind of a process. There's an interview. And then the last step is they basically tell you what songs to record. And then you send those. And then once you're hired, you're kind of put on a list. And then they assign you to a ship when it becomes available. Wow. Okay. So in in terms of an interview, I know that in the musical world and then the business world, those are two types of different things. What type of interview, that initial interview did you have? Was it like over the phone, just speaking, or did they want to hear your voice? What kind of, what was that like? So it's actually a pretty interesting thing. It's this, the way that they, they do it here when it's all done online, because they do have live auditions too. But if you're applying online, basically you're kind of speaking to a, a, a computer in a sense. You sign onto this thing, they connect you, and then a question pops up and there's a countdown. And you've got like 30 seconds to think about your answer and then it records immediately. Whoa. Yeah, so That's it's intense. pretty crazy. <laughs> One of the questions on mine was, they were like, quick, someone's jumping on stage. What are you going to do? Record. <laughs> what? Had to, yeah, and so you kind of had to like, I don't know. I don't even know what I said, we to be honest, them out. now. Like, no. <laughs> you have to be security guard and performer at the same time? Holy crap. You would be surprised. <laughs> oh, no. All those drunkies coming up on stage? <laughs> it's pretty, uh, it can be pretty crazy, but it's, you know, it's so much fun. Gosh. Well, what are some of the perks? I'm really curious about the perks. What what do you what do you enjoy about it? What what are some of the your favorite parts? I mean, my favorite part is just like the people that I've been able to meet. I I've got friends in every country I can think of now. You know, on every ship there's like 70 different nationalities and honestly American pro- Americans are probably like the smallest percentage of, of people on ships. So, I mean, I traveled, I went to Cuba last year for, you know, 12 days, just visiting a friend and his family. I traveled Europe the year before, didn't stay in any hotels because I just stayed with friends. That was amazing. And then obviously, like, when it comes to being a vocalist, I mean, you're singing four, four to five hours a night. So you're getting better all the time. And that's a huge perk. And all the, I mean, the amount of people, you know, you're performing for 3,500 to 5,000 new people every week. Wow. And so, you know, you're really kind of, you're, you're meeting a lot of people and really getting yourself out there, which is cool. Okay. So it's a training ground of sorts. Like you're always working on your craft and, oh, you're, yeah. and a networking tool. It sounds like you're, you're able to meet a lot of people. Have you found a lot of opportunities like in the music industry from those networks? I have. 
I, okay. I've found a lot of opportunity. I mean, I've been on ships so much that I haven't been able to take as much advantage of it yet but I'm planning on it. But I have, I've recorded a lot of stuff with people, you know, when I can on vacations. And I mean, yeah, the networking is incredible on ships. You meet so many talented people. Yeah, it's been, it's been great. Yeah. And is that just through people you're performing with as well? Or is it people that just enjoyed the music and came up and talked to you afterwards? Uh, I, I mean, mainly, mainly through the people that you're working with, mm-hmm. you know, the musicians, but every now and then you do meet, you know, a special person who has good connections, who's willing to put your name out there or, you know, I mean, we've met a few producers who have cruised and who have wanted to work with us. It's just, again, it can just be difficult when you're, you know, you're like, yeah, I'll be home in a different state in six months. Mm-hmm. Like it's kind of, yeah. So, <laughs> well, and so you're saying they're, they're six month contracts. I mean, the average is six to seven months. I've done nine months, even 13 months. Um, okay. But mostly six six to seven months is pretty average. Interesting. Great. And can you talk us through like what a week would look like on a cruise line? How much are you working? You mentioned like four or five hours of singing a day. What does that week look like? So honestly, I mean, the, for musicians, a typical week, you start work at about 7 p.m. and you finish around 12 you know, around midnight, give or take an hour. Sometimes it's a little earlier, sometimes it's a little later. And then honestly, that's almost your only, your only real duty. We do have safety duties, you know, when you're working on a ship, you do have to do like a boat drill, but really like your job, you're there to perform and that's what you do. So that's almost your only responsibility on board. How many days a week, Corey? Six days a week. Right. We do get a day off on, on ships, but just one day. Yeah, to me, this sounds like a really great gig for someone who even like wants to work on their songwriting craft because you have all day, it sounds like, to, yep. to work on something like that and then you'd perform at night. So yep. that would be a really great time to just really focus on your craft, I think. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah, if you're if you're able to, you know, knock it off the ship, you know, and you it really is a great opportunity to, to write and, and again, work with other people during the day all the time. Mm-hmm. Is that something that you do as well? Do you do a lot of songwriting? Yeah, I do. I mean, I try and write a little bit every day. I'm trying to get better at that, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, because eventually I'd like to sing my own stuff and uh, sure. <laughs> covers. But um, but yeah, so I write a lot and I know a lot of people who work on ships who are constantly writing. And that's why they like being on ships because you really have time to kind of focus without uh, distractions. Yeah, don't have to worry about making rents or anything like that because right. you're, you're on the ship and they're going to give you food and like... Yeah, it sounds like a good deal. Yeah, all those all those amenities are great. I'm I'm curious too. I'm sure you have a very close knit family on on the cruise ship. How is it like, um, you know, creating and you know having those relationships with the influx of what did you say twenty five hundred thirty five hundred people leaving on any given week? Yeah, I mean, you make good friends with the guests, but you do bond with the crew. I mean. We have this thing on ships. We call it ship time. It's like, it's like, not that it's not real life because it is, it's very real, but it's um, like, everything seems to move quicker. Like when you become friends with someone after a week, it's like almost a month or two, three months on land. Like the way that you're able to get close with people. And so, yeah, and it is hard because every single, so for instance, typically the ships that I've been on, we have about week long cruises um, and every Sunday when you get to home port, you know that about 150 people are leaving and 150 new people are getting on to work. Oh. And so, so there's, you know, you'll get some people for five months, you'll get some people for two weeks. It just kind of depends. Everyone's on their own contract. And so 
that 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 can be tough but yeah I mean the friendships that you make they're lifelong they're very close and it's it's pretty amazing great what you had mentioned with songwriting and performing what uh, music are you performing on stage and would they allow you to be performing any of your own material yeah so they would when you work on a ship there's a lot of different positions um I yeah I probably should have mentioned that to you there's so I'm in the band, the house band on the ship. Okay. So mainly for us, I mean, we do top 40. So we try and hit all the hits of each genre and each decade. We try and, you know, get as many songs as we can. But there's also, um, we have, you know, guitar soloist positions. And, you know, they're kind of, they can be like kind of like a, a pub performer, but they also get to do really intimate setting things. And, uh, you know, they get to do their their original stuff. They can sell their their cds and t-shirts and whatever they have we also have piano bar entertainers that can do the same thing where you have a little bit more opportunity to perform your own music so like they expect top 40 to be mostly what you do but they would allow you to to showcase a few songs if you wanted to bring those out right with my position okay especially yeah i mean with again with when if you were a guitar soloist or in a guitar modern duo you'd have a you can do a lot more of your own material they would still expect you to do covers but but you're able to do a lot more original work. So I'm I'm curious too, Corey, what are rehearsals like for you and the house band? What do you do to prep um, your nightly performances? Yeah, so I'm actually at rehearsals right now. I'm in Florida. So what they, we do is we come here, when you work for Carnival at least, we come here and Carnival actually has their own studio. It's called Carnival Studios, oh. um, where we rehearse. And then every ship has kind of like a theater group in a sense a cast of eight to 12 people who do kind of more theater like shows. And we all come here together and we rehearse for a month, four to five weeks. And then we all board together. And then once you're on the ship, really there's very little rehearsal. You may have a couple throughout your contract, but it's mainly all done in that, in that month that you're on land. Wow. Cause it's all repeated material the same night after night. Exactly. Because after a week you kind of day is day one. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. And they do they ever allow you to do, you know, hey, you know, Jordan's writing a, a new original piece and he wants to perform on the ship with his house band. Would they ever allow that or no? You mean like like we were to bring the song to our band? Yeah, um, yeah. If, oh, yeah. Absolutely. Oh, you can do that. OK, Yeah, you can do that. Like, so if I had a song that I was writing, as long as, you know, um, we were able to map out the time, because when you're on a ship, it's kind of hard to block out rehearsal space because it's sure. kind of all open <laughs> yeah. to the guests so we a lot of time we have open rehearsals where guests just come and watch us practice it's kind of funny but that's fun uh but yeah it's cool and yeah so if you ever have that you know you just tell your band and you guys all get together and then yeah you're able to play it during your sets okay and so top 40 changes all the time you know so what yeah. well, I was thinking about that too with because if your rehearsals are mostly right before the cruise and then you've got six months of new material and new music coming out in top 40. Do you just periodically like listen in and then decide that you want to throw in a few extra songs to your set? Or how does that work? Yeah, I mean, if there's a song, like I remember during my first contract, that's when the song Thinking Out Loud came out. Oh, yeah. And it was so funny because I didn't actually ever hear Ed, she- Ed Sheeran's version until like six months after it was released and the entire world knew this song and I had no idea. <laughs> but basically like... Our, our band took it on and we did our version of it, you know, which was the only one I had heard. Um, but we learned it because everyone was requesting it and we're like, okay, we got to learn this song. 
And oh, so, okay. so yeah, I mean, if there's a really huge song, but oftentimes like people come and they, they want to hear the classics like, you know, September or Sweet mm-hmm. Caroline or, um, you know, anything really big like that. Um, yeah, they, they people really enjoy hearing that. We get, you know, the same songs requested all the time. Yeah. So, so yeah. what are some of the things that you do to prepare for four to five hours of singing? Like that's, that's quite a lot of singing every day yeah. to be doing. So, and if you're doing this yeah. for months on end, what do you do to, to maintain your vocal health? So, I mean, I feel like every, if you ask anyone on ships, we all have like our own methods. For me, I drink so much water. I cannot even tell you how much water I go through when I'm Good. on a ship. It's Stay like, hydrated. Yeah. I mean, you, you have to. And especially on ships, the air is recycled. So it's easy to dry your, for your throat to dry oh. out. Very easy. Yeah. And if you get sick, it's hard to recover. So like staying healthy is the key. So I get at least eight hours of sleep, to be honest, usually more. Mm. Um, and then I drink a lot of water and I take vitamins every day. That's kind of what I do to stay healthy. And then I always start warming up, honestly, probably at least an hour and a half before my sets. Um, and I was never a big person. Like I never warmed up a lot. Mm-hmm. But when you have a gig like this where you're singing that much and, you know, you can't just call out sick. Like you have people relying on you to, to be able to perform. So, um, yeah, warming up is also a, a huge, huge, huge thing. Sure. And what does that look like for you? What do you do to warm up? Um, I downloaded some videos, some warm up uh-huh. videos onto my computer and I basically just play them as I get ready. And I, oh, cool. you know, like just little, uh, vocal exercises and I don't know. I really just follow these videos that, that I've downloaded. Is this like a YouTube? Yeah, thing? most of them are from YouTube. Yeah. Okay. And I honestly don't even know the guy's name off the top of my head. I know that's terrible. <laughs> but um, but yeah, I, I mean, I was looking online and I just tried to find the ones that I thought helped me the most. And then I downloaded them and yeah, that's what I use. Cool. Can you give us a range of what a vocalist might expect to make from a cruise contract? You don't have to give us your salary, right. Corey. From what you've seen, uh, what could a vocalist expect? Um, I know that when I started five years ago, I think it's gone up since then, but um, the starting rate for a vocalist without a lot of experience, um, you know, someone who got hired initially, um, I believe it was 2800 a month. Okay. But again, you're not paying room and board. You're not paying for wow, food. That's great. But I'll tell you what, though. I know some people, um, you know, who make double that. So, I mean, really, it depends on on your position. And it also depends on how long you're with the company and, and what your past experience is. Um, but I think easily you could say for musicians and vocalists, like the average starting rate would be at least 20, 2800 Wow, okay. that's great! Sign me up. I'm there. Yeah. <laughs> um, what? So, do, and you're saying, you know, the longer you stay, do do they have like I don't know, like performance reviews? I, I don't know. Each year that you go, do they just evaluate you? I, I don't know how that works with a job like this. So you do. You get evaluated. So every ship has um, we now call them music managers, um, and they're kind of like your your quote unquote boss during this mm. during this time. Okay. Um, like it, for instance, mine right now, he's my guitar player. He's the guy in charge of all the musicians on the, on the ship and he'll do reviews with you. And we have like mid contract, which is in the middle, obviously. And then 
at the end you get an, a real evaluation that they send over to Carnival and um, yeah, you're kind of judged that way. Um, and it does actually help you a lot because if you're what they call a top performer per se, then you get, um, you know, your first choice on, you can get your first choice on contracts. You're mm. probably more likely to get a raise. I mean, things like that. So, wow. yeah. So that's every contract, not every year. So every contract you get evaluated. Interesting. Okay. And what do you, what do they do for benefits? Um, Cause I'm guessing you're covered completely like health and things while you're on the ship. But when you're off in between contracts, is there any um, health benefits or anything like that? I don't know about other companies. With Carnival, you're only covered while you're working. I mean, like, while during your contract. So, mm-hmm. for that, instance... That makes sense. I, yeah, so from the start of rehearsals till the day you leave, you're covered 100%. Um, when you join a ship, though, like, when you first get hired, there's a pretty, pretty uh, intense... Um, medical review you have to go through and then you have to do it every two years with carnival mm-hmm. as you as you're working so um they do have that but again once we you know once you're you're there you're covered for everything great i have a few friends that have done um cruises for musical theater and oh yeah from what you're saying about like the rates and i'm, I'm do, do you know off the top of your head if they're similar for a musical theater cast the vocalist the yeah, vocalists for, for those, they actually start pretty significantly higher than that. Really? Okay. Yeah, I believe. Um, yeah, I, I'm not sure why that is, but but they do start. I, I, I don't know for sure. I'm kind of guessing for them, but I think it's like 3,400, something like that starting. Uh, but it is, it is more. They do get paid very well. Yeah. And that's something that, like, for musical theater, I think that's a great option for people yeah. looking for oh, yeah. work out here because you get to work on your craft and you're doing shows, like, day in, day out. And, um, like, most regional theaters pay way less than that. Like, oh yeah. especially if you're not equity status yet, you make way less. So Right. And you're still paying rent. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And for food. You know, yeah. And, yeah. And you're trying to you're trying to learn as much rep as you can, right? As a young singer, and so having an opportunity to learn and rehearse contract to contract all the different musical numbers, I think that's a great idea. Um, if you're if you're looking to hone your craft and build your database of of all the rep that you want to have. Oh yeah, it's it's amazing, and the shows that they have on these ships are really amazing. They're uh-huh. A lot of them are made specifically for the ships, and and yeah, I go and watch them as much as I can because I like I enjoy them so much. Yeah, like productions that were actually like created for the ship, or yeah. So there's some shows, um, some co- uh, companies, cruise lines, they have you know like Mamma Mia, or they'll have mm. you know actual like um, Broadway shows on the ship. When it comes to Carnival, they actually create the the these shows using. Uh, either music from musical theater or like um, there's rock shows that use all, you know, let's say 80s rock or different. There's different things. Um, so every ship has about four shows. And depending on what your ship, what ship you're on, it can be completely different. It wouldn't be like acting and things on stage. It's more of a, a rock performance in some cases. It's, well, that's just one of the shows. I mean, they have every show is a different theme. Some of them have, you know, acting. It's not it's more um singing and dancing uh, or you know driven but there is there are some shows that have have a little more acting than others but when it comes to carnival the majority of them 
um, are, you know, singing and dancing. Okay. That's good. I think that's important to, to let our listeners know about too, is to, to research that kind of thing. Cause if it's like acting yeah. is something that you really want to work on, make sure you're looking for the right cruise lines that would tailor to that. Sure. Yep. Absolutely. Cool. Uh, Austin, what were you going to say? Well, I was, I mean, Corey, you're, you're kind of selling it. It sounds amazing. Uh, the work over there on the cruise ship. I'm, I'm curious. I'm, I'm always love playing, you know, devil's advocate with this stuff. There are some really, truly amazing perks of working on a cruise ship. Are there any, um, any drawbacks or dangers that you would not dangers drawbacks that you would like to make the audience aware of, um, just to give kind of a holistic look at an experience on a cruise ship? Absolutely. I mean, it's amazing, but, um, it's not for everyone. And, and I think you'll know pretty quickly if it's not for you. Like I'm very close with my family. Mm -hmm. Um, and the hardest thing for me is I'm gone so much over the past four and a half years. I've been gone, honestly, like at least three and a half years of it, if not more, you know, so I've been gone the majority of the time. And, um, I've missed Christmases. I've missed birthdays. I've missed weddings. Um, you know, so that part can be really, really hard. Um, because you're the one away from everything. And a lot of times people think that, Oh, she's off traveling. But in reality, like you're the person that's away from everyone, you know, they're missing, Uh, you. you're missing every person in your life. And so that can get a little, a a little difficult. uh, And it's not easy to communicate either. I mean, you have to pay for Wi-Fi when you're on a ship. Oh. And, um, and so, you know, it's not like you can just, you know, text your mom or call or, you know, drive over sure. and see them. So it can be, that part can be hard. Um, and also just being in such a small space for so long, um, some people get like, I guess like cabin fever almost where they're just, they just, it's too difficult to live on a ship because the ship is large until you're there for, you know, three months and then, you know, every piece of it, like the back of your hand. Yeah. And yeah, you know, so it can, those kind of things I know are, are big deterrents for people. And sometimes people can't handle it and, and, um, they do go home, you know, sooner than, than they were supposed to, because it's just too difficult. So you have to kind of prepare yourself for that. I appreciate that. Honestly, Corey, thank you. So, Corey, do you have any favorite songs that you like to perform right now in your top 40 set? Um, I mean, I my favorite singer ever is Shaka Khan. She's like my yes. favorite person. I actually met her, too. She was on a ship. What? When I was up. Yeah. Um, so I got to see her live and in a little ship theater. It was pretty amazing. Um but uh so we do a song you know sweet thing by shaka khan and that's my favorite song to sing in the whole world um but yeah i mean also some other ones that like you i didn't initially think i would love so much like we do girl crush um and i like the song but when we sing it because our band you know the guys are we have the these such talented guys in my band who have the tightest harmonies and so when you sing that it's really really enjoyable um yeah, so either of those are, but yeah, Shaka Khan's my favorite. So anything really by her is like, is yeah, I'm happy. <laughs> yeah. Okay. How about um, the craziest story that's ever happened, like on the cruise, like during a performance? During a performance, 
Ah, gosh, I got to be careful what I say. Um, <laughs> you know, um, I had a little boy from Liverpool, England proposed to me once, which was really cute. He was like 10 years old, but um, on stage, I mean, I don't know. You When you're around that many people and people who are, you know, having a good time uh-huh. is the best way I can put it. Some, uh, I mean... Oh my I've gosh. seen, I've seen, I mean, our guests are unbelievable, but yeah, I've seen fights. Um, I've, seen, I've had people come up and, you know, get way too close to where I've had a, a, a co-singer of mine have to really intervene one time in the middle of a song. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know <laughs> what I can <laughs> tell you, but I can tell you that I was on a ship uh, at one point that caught fire and oh. we had to, um, abandoned the ship in port, which was an experience. That's wow. for sure. Um, so that's a crazy thing. It didn't happen when I was on stage. Um, but it, that was definitely a, a very crazy experience on a ship. Sure. I'm sure that like never happens. So that's, that's no, it never happens, honestly. And so it was pretty shocking to anyone who worked there. We, we heard the emergency drill and almost didn't even believe it. Yeah. Um, you know, because it just it doesn't happen. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, what else did I was I curious about the some some of the stuff that you were talking about? Oh, back on what's included in the contract. Um, I you were talking about health. Uh, do you also get uh, like four hundred one k or like investments? Like what what is all included in the contract? And and then what do you have to kind of pay for? You were talking about Wi Fi, that kind of stuff. But, yeah. Uh, so, okay. I'm going to be completely honest with you. I don't believe that I, I know I don't have a 401k with carnival. So I don't think that's really something um, that they offer. It may be. So I don't want to give you a for sure answer on that. I'm right. so sorry that I actually don't know. No, that's okay. So sure. I, I, I'm getting nitty gritty. Yeah. But um, I mean, like they have special things through carnival. They're always trying, you know, they, they want you to buy carnival stock, which it's um, <laughs> a big thing with them. Um, where you can make, you know, invest in that and, and people do really well with that. Um, but yeah, I mean, besides that, you, um, you get full health coverage essentially. I mean, there's a doctor on board and if you need to see someone else, they send you to a doctor and that's kind of how the health, how it works. And then, um, you do have to pay for Wi-Fi. Um, they have a different packages for Wi-Fi. So for instance, I typically buy the social plan, which is they, you have all the social media things. Cause that's all I really need. I like to stay in contact with my family. So that includes like Facebook messenger and things like that. Okay. And then, um, what else? I mean, really that's, you could potentially only pay for that when you're on a ship. There are like specialty restaurants they have on board where you can spend your money that way or the gift shop that you get a discount everywhere. And yeah. So, I mean, really when it comes to paying for things, you could really get away with paying for nothing. Um, but yeah, you do need to pay for Wi-Fi and, and things like, and, and really that's it. Okay, cool. Yeah. I was just always curious. I hope that, I that, answered that okay. For no, you, you did. You, okay. you definitely did. That was really the bit, the, the other biggest thing that I was curious about yeah. that you've, you've answered a lot of my <laughs> curiosities about okay. cruise ship experience. So Jordan, I, I leave it to you. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I think it's, it's really cool. I didn't know nearly any of these things about the cruise <laughs> life. So that's been Me really enlightening. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, um, I would love to be able to point our listeners to your music. 
uh, where's the best way to find you? Is it online at a website or is it your social media accounts? You know, my social media accounts uh, are probably the best option right now. It's the easiest thing for me to upload to when I'm all over. So I'm like, my Instagram is a Corey Jean music. That's where most of the stuff gets posted. And then my Facebook is Corey Jean, just Corey Jean, I think. <laughs> it just facebook.com slash Corey Jean, I believe. And those are the two sites I use the most. Okay. Um, yeah. Right. Great. And you you mentioned writing some music too. So is that something that uh, we can expect yeah, to I'm, find eventually? Yeah, I'm planning on uh, releasing some stuff this year. So that's in the works right now. Um, hopefully, I, I mean, I would assume it's going to be this summer, um, ideally July and July or August. So. Great. All right. Well, thanks so much for being with us today, Corey. Thanks, of Corey. Course. Thanks for having me, guys. All right. Bye bye. Thanks for listening to The Holistic Voice. It was great having Corey on the show. I know I learned a ton about cruise ship sync. If you have any questions, please reach out to her or us at The Holistic Voice Podcast on Instagram. And be looking for us at the Classical Singer Convention in Chicago later this month. And thanks so much for listening. We'll see you next time.